Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast with a new take on running, fitness, and all things health-oriented. I'm Martha Hughes, your host, and each week I present a new topic that is of interest to all runners. Hi, and welcome to episode 200 of Martha Runs the World. 200 episodes. Can you believe it? I really can't believe that I have 200 episodes. And the amazing thing is, I have never missed a week. For some podcasters, it's not a big deal to miss a week here and there. Oh, they get an episode out when they feel like it. They don't do it regularly. They do it whenever it comes out. They do it on a Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, whatever. But no, I put out an episode every single Tuesday. You can bank on that. I've never missed a week in nearly four years. I do it every single week. I'm going to talk about more what doing my show every week has meant to me over the years. I thought it would be fun to do a brief anthology of Martha Runs the World's humble beginnings and my thoughts on some past episodes. And of course, a dog outside decides to bark. During the show, yes, yay. I said, oh, this is a nice quiet time. And of course, when I start recording, the dog barks. Anyway, so I'm going to talk about some past episodes and guests and subjects. And then I'm going to talk about what's going on in the next couple months and what next year looks like. But first, I want to dedicate the 200th episode to two friends who passed way too soon. Rob Nadeau and Rob Rhodes. They were both great, amazing people and big supporters of the podcast. The world is a little less bright without them. I will bring them up in just a little bit and talk more about them, but this show is dedicated to you two. Well, hi, Rob. How are you tonight? It's a funny story. The first half marathon I did was a Huntsville half marathon, and I was real pumped up for it, and I'm running, and I'm running, and I'm running, and I got, I guess, into the 12th mile or getting close to 12 miles or whatever, and I just had to stop and walk, and I thought you got disqualified for walking. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea because I was kind of new to running and I thought, yeah. you know, all the runners run these things. They don't walk through these things. And so this <laughs> woman came by me and said, um, oh, good, we're almost there. You're doing great. And I, I just I, I just said, I just got disqualified. <laughs> oh, no. And she said, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, I'm walking. Because I thought all them people back there that were walking, they were just doing it for fun that they wouldn't get a medal oh, or a time. <laughs> so, so I actually went through the timing station, and they gave me a medal. And I says, I don't know if I get this or not. And they go, well, why wouldn't you? I said, well, I had to walk. A, I had to walk, you know, a few steps back there. Oh my and they God. just looked. They just looked at me like that was the most ludicrous <laughs> they've ever heard of. One more brief note: I try not to duplicate names in the different categories that I'm going to talk about because it would get a little too redundant. So if a name shows up in one group, they probably won't show up another. And you'll know what I mean in a second. If I think way back to January 2019 when I put out my first episode, it isn't the same podcast. It's grown so much. I really started out doing a different kind of podcast. 
I started this show as a solo, no-guest type of podcast. But I soon changed it because I realized there were so many wonderful people in the running community, I had to talk to them. I wanted to share their stories with you. How could I not have guests on? So I don't have them on every week, but I switch it up between solo shows and guest shows. So I try to make a balance of both. I also realized in the beginning that doing a scripted show wouldn't work. I, I had to speak right from the heart. And I realized that speaking with my own words rather than written words was best. Now, there are some shows where I do have things written down because like historic event shows or haunted running trails that I do for Halloween, I have to write things down because there are a lot of facts involved. I don't do a whole scripted show, but I do have to have certain things written. Those shows are a little different than my regular shows. Now, the first guest I had on the show was Brian Burke, and he's been on the show twice. Brian is a great runner, and now he golfs a lot more, too. He's written two great books, which I do talk about in each of the episodes that he's done. And I'll have a link for him on the website as well. I don't know if I'm going to have every link for every person on the show. What I'm going to do, instead of having links for people on the show, is I'm going to have their names, if I mention them, and what episode they're in. And I'll have that on the website at MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. And you can take a look at that. So it'll be kind of an index for each show and what episode they were in. So I'll do that instead of links. Because if I have links for everybody, it's going to take me forever to do. So we'll do that tomorrow. All right. My second guest was a huge help when I first started. I, I don't know if I'd even get this podcast up and running without him. Steve Carmichael of the Run Buzz podcast was so important for me in the beginning. He gave me more information and pointers than anyone else I can think of. He's been on the show a couple times as well and is a huge part of the Columbus, Ohio running scene. He doesn't do his podcast as often as he used to, but it's still a great podcast to to look up and listen to. He also has his Run Buzz online running coaching program And that takes up a lot of his time. And if you're interested in getting an online running coach, I suggest looking up RunBuzz. They are great. He is great. I made a lot of errors when I first started. One of the biggest mistakes I made, and it's one of the biggest regrets I made, was um, when I started out, And I tried it out. You're going to try things out when you start. Some things are going to work and some things aren't going to work. One of the biggest regrets that I made was having two different guests on each show. I'm sorry I did that, but I know I was trying to follow the example of another, of a very, very popular running podcast that does that. It works for them. Well, it didn't work for me, so it just shows that what works for another podcast may not work for mine or may not work for your podcast. So do your own thing because we're all different and every show is different and what works for me may not work for you. I tried to get two different guests on and that didn't work out, so I dropped that very quickly after doing it like I think three times or two times. I said, oh, that doesn't work, so I didn't do it again and I won't do it again. I just learned early that it just is not a good fit, and um, I do regret doing that. 
It's Haunted Running Trails. This is Yosemite. The first is Chilnualna Creek. And it's only a half mile. A lot of the traffic will stop there. So the views are really beautiful, but it's nice once you get to that creek and then you keep going on because most of the valley crowds, they don't like to go that far, so they'll stop there so you can move on. The total trail is about 19 miles long, so 19 miles round trips, an overall 7,000 feet elevation. So it's a pretty strenuous hike, so I don't know if you want to do the whole thing, but if you do, it's worthwhile. There's a darker side to this trail. According to ancient legend, it passes by Grouse Lake a little later in the hike, and it's here where it said one can hear the cries of a boy drowning in the lake. And if anyone jumps in to save him, they will suffer the same fate. Now, some of the friends I made for life from the show, and I met so many wonderful people. And one of the people I met, and I, I feel very blessed for meeting them. And one of the people I met was Rob Nadeau. He was a very special friend and huge supporter of the show. He was a very strong, passionate ultra runner. I had the pleasure of meeting him and his wife, Patty, when I was in Reading to run the Shasta 50K. He also ran that as well. He was a lot faster than I was. He finished like an hour before I did. He passed away, and the world is a lot less bright without his illuminating presence. He, he was just a, a remarkable man and someone that really... We could sure use him now, but I know that he's he's up there running trails up up in the great sky above. Rob Rhodes is also another person I met. Now, I did not know Rob Rhodes as much as I would have liked. He ran Bay Trail Runners, and he was a good, good guy. He, I, he was on the show as well, and he was also a metalhead, which I thoroughly respect. And I would have loved to have known him more, but the little that I did know him, I I truly loved him. Rest in peace, you two. I'll see you on the trails later. Other people I haven't met in person yet, but I really want to, and I consider myself friends with. David Castro has been on the show twice, but because we're on opposite ends of the country, I haven't had the pleasure of meeting him in person. His story is such an inspiration. He went from homeless to Badwater 135 runner. Now, how cool is that? He is really inspirational and just so fun and has a great sense of humor, but he is serious about his running and about his goals. And that's the kind of person I like. He's fun with his goals, but he really means them. And Michelle Cui is a brilliant coach and speaker, writer, and incredible person. She has overcome the odds to just be an inspiration for all of us. I've had her on a couple times to discuss different topics. You know, when the last thing I want to be is positive, she lifts me up because she's always positive. She always has something truly remarkable to say. I really enjoy her wise words, and I'm truly blessed to consider her a friend. One of the important themes I like to have on my show is I talk, I like talking to regular runners, you know, the the middle and back of the pack runners who do amazing things. And Melinda Howard is just that. She's lost over 150 pounds. 
an incredible feat all on its own, but she also runs road races and ultras, and she just does remarkable things. I really do consider myself blessed to know all these people, and, and plus she has a great Facebook feed. She's very funny. And she also, on my, sto- on my show, she told the story of how she tried to run the Barkley Fun Run. It's a, it's a great story. I, I do say she tried to run it. <laughs> you get the picture. It's a great, great story, so you have to listen to that. And like I said, I will put everyone's episode number on the index in the website, so you'll be able to see that. Of course, Martha Runs the World does love fast runners. We don't shy away from them. We just don't exclusively have them. A lot of running podcasts will only have the elites on. And that's wonderful. I love the elites, but that's not what I do. I don't just focus on the on the first finishing runners. I want to focus on everyone. If you're the last person finishing, I want you to be on my show. I love you. I think they are just as important as the first runners. There are occasions when I do have very fast runners on, and I think they have interesting stories. As long as they're interesting and have a great story to tell, I love fast runners too. I feel very honored to have super speedy Lisa Devona on my show. In fact, she was a guest on my show a couple weeks before she ran Badwater for the first time, and she came in third place. Now, how about that? She never ran it before, and she buzzed through and came in third place. And she's and she lives in Florida. I mean, they don't. It's not like they have hills in Florida, and their heat is completely different than Badwater. And yet, she finished third. That's rocking it. I you can't rock it more than that. I don't think. Another elite runner I ha- I've had on my show is Ray Sanchez. Ray is a Northern California runner who loves winning hundred mile races or above. He did Cocodona this year. He's done all kinds of. Intensely difficult races. In fact, just recently, he became a member of the very, very exclusive club, the 100 Finishes of 100 Miles or More Club. That's a tough club to enter. You only enter by finishing 100, 100 plus or plus mile races. Yeah, you try to do that. I love Ray, and I finally, finally met him in person at... um, at the Ride to Walk race in September. I finally met him. I was so happy to meet him. It was like, this is this is the legend Ray Sanchez. And I'm very happy to have done that. So congratulations to you, Ray. That club is much brighter and better because you were in it. Now, other speedy runners I've had on my show include Coach Chris Werbin, Colin Turner, Dr. Darian Parker, Corey Walterin, Steve Sashin, and Dickie Longo. And as I said, I will put each one of their episode numbers in the index on the website. Okay, and I want to welcome to the show the always positive and fun and terrific runner, Melinda Howard. Oh, my my PR 50-miler is at Brazos Bend down outside of Houston. And uh, that's a fun race. You know, you get to run with the alligators and that kind of stuff. That's really, really fun. I've seen pictures of that. People running side, just a couple of feet from an alligator. That's, that's, it's that's a, it's cool. just a blast. And it adds a little bit of a, 
uh, motivation whenever <laughs> out there. They they will put a spring in your step. So yeah, it's fun. <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually, for someone like me who has not been that close to an alligator. That 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 would be very exciting. <laughs> They're fun. Um, you learn that you pass them by the tail end for the most part. And the race, the one that I run is in December, so it's not mating season. So they're not too terribly grumpy. So it's no big deal. We'll be right back. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. One of the topics I love talking about is running books or books that help out runners. I started talking about books with authors nearly at the very beginning of the show with Brian Burke, who I already talked about. So I won't mention his book because, well, his books were our Running to Leadville Unfinished, but I usually won't, I won't include him in this list because duplication. But the other authors I've had on the show include David Roach, who wrote Run Happy and many other books, Matthew Cady, who wrote the book Rocket Fuel, which is about making your own food for running, David Kempson, who's an attorney who wrote the book Lessons Learned on the Run, great book, Brody Sharp, who ran the book Run Smarter, he's been on the show twice, And this is a really, really good book. I'm reading it right now, and it's remarkably good. Shane Benzie, The Lost Art of Running. That's a terrific book. I suggest getting it. He travels the world to find out the techniques of people, of great runners and and great groups of runners throughout the world. And he finds out how we can run the best. Ismail Rahimian, Life Lessons on the Run. That's a really, really good book. I suggest getting that. Corey Reese, Stronger Than the Dark, and among two others. And that Stronger Than the Dark is Corey's latest book and probably his most important. It's a little bit more serious than his past books, but it's it's a lot more meaningful, too. It's very, very good. And Allison Kirk, On My Way Up. And she's a, a runner and a climber, and she talks about both in this book and what happened to her during a particular climb. You don't want to miss it. Now, if I, I have 200 episodes, so if I forgot someone in their book, uh, my apologies. It's not intentional. I just I went through all my episodes, and sometimes you forget. I hope you understand. I also never... Forget that we runners love all things running, including running videos. And many of these are on YouTube. I spend a lot of time on YouTube watching running videos. I I just, I'm obsessed with them, I guess you can say. I've had some remarkable videographers on the show. They include, and they're not just in running, they they include, uh, I had a guest, John Liu, who hiked the entire Pacific Crest Trail, and he filmed the whole journey. 
The Pacific Crest Trail is 2650, 2,650 miles long. So he filmed the whole thing. Which actually means that he probably walked double that amount. So, because a lot of the filming, you have to set the camera down, you have to walk, and then come back and pick up the camera. <laughs> There's a lot of extra hiking involved in that. Plus, not to mention, you, you're carrying the camera, the batteries, all the extra tools you need, the tripod, all the extra tools you need to film. It's quite the chore. And he talks about that in his episode. Jeff Peltier joined me, and we talked about his running, his incredible races, and he's ran some very, very tough races, and he films them as well. He's a really, really great filmmaker. He makes some very high-quality work, and he actually, in his videos, he shows how he makes them too, so you got to check out his YouTube channel. Matt Cecil has a unique perspective. He's a rare, he's a He's a race photographer and talks about taking pictures during races and also about how he makes running films as well. He makes racing films and all, and he's also, that's what he does for a living. In one episode, Pete Peterson shared his Grand Canyon rim to rim to rim entirely on his phone. And that means you start at one end, you go to the other end and go back to the end that you, that you came. A lot of hikers will do rim to rim, but they don't do the rim to rim to rim because they can't make it in one day. Ultra runners will do the rim to rim to rim because they can make it in one day, and that's a lot tougher. And it was quite the adventure for Pete. I think he's done it twice now, so you got to check that out. But at the time that he was on my show, he had only done it once. And then lastly, latest one I did, I talked to Stephen Reed of Northern Ireland about his filmmaking. He's really on the cutting edge. He has a lot of new gear, and he talks about gear a lot. If you're a video gearhead, you'll love his YouTube channel. He loves drones. He loves the latest gear. He'll tell you what's good, what's in, what's out, what's not good. He goes to so many beautiful places in Northern Ireland and Scotland. It's really remarkable. I mean, I want to be at these places. They are so gorgeous. I'm thinking... Hmm, can I get a trip together to go to these places in Scotland? Especially the places that he's he did races in, in Scotland are just, oh my God, they, I, I've never seen a place that beautiful before. They're really incredible. So you don't want to miss that. Some of my favorite guests were regular runners who did extraordinary things or who do extraordinary things, I should say, because I know they're going to go out and do some more extraordinary things. A few include Jeff Gallo. He ran the Marathon de Sable. And Tony Wynn. Dear Tony. We love Tony very much. He's the endorphin dude. He's been on twice. He's lost a ton of weight. He's runs. He, he's such a gifted runner. He really is a natural runner. He thinks he's slow. He's not slow. He's very fast. And we joke with him because his dog is married to a cat. Yes, this is true. This is true. Yes, it is true. Sorry, Tony. Love is love. All right. But but I do also talk to him about his weight loss, about his races, and we talk about a lot of things with him. He he He's done some amazing things, and he works very, very hard for them. So we don't want to discount that, even though he refuses to believe in love for his dog. 
All right. Jeff Lee, I talked to about his weight loss and his running journey. Now, Liza Howard, she started the Band of Runners, where she helps veterans through running achieve a more peaceful life. It's really cool. It's a really cool program she has down in Texas, and you want to check that episode out. Diane Zelmenovich, through grief, she rediscovered her love for running, and she goes out and conquers every race like it's a new start. She's just terrific. You're, you're going to really enjoy that episode. Beth Hefner talked about her love of walking. Now, she does not run. She walks each race. You don't have to run. You can walk a race. As long as you beat the, the cutoff time, you're good to go. If you can walk it, go for it. Why not? Jen and Anthony Bailey, they each have their own episode, and they each show us how running for charity is what it's all about. They're just such great people. They have huge hearts, and they work really, really hard to help others. And Gerald Tabios tells us about Badwater and how he, as an Uber driver from New York City, trains for this tough race, and he does it every year. And he's a fast runner. He's really, really super fast. I don't know how he does it, but he does. Ben Shirley was homeless on the streets of Los Angeles when he found Judge Michael Craig Mitchell and the Skid Row Marathon. He found a love for running and a reason to get clean and sober and start living. Go watch the documentary Skid Row Marathon and you'll see his story. He's a gifted, brilliant musician. And now he's back into writing music and running, and he's just an incredible person. So it's just so inspirational. Here is Shane Benzi. This is probably my favorite quote. It's from the Amazon, and it says, there's no salt. And as it turns out, anything that moves in the Amazon loves salt. The best thing to do then is to avoid sweating at all costs. (laughs) <laughs> which is like really impossible when you're in yeah. the Amazon. Absolutely. It's completely impossible. The moment you get off the plane, you're sweating. And uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's this, just this crazy game of chase that everything in the jungle is, is hunting you down because it wants the salt. And uh, yeah, it's, and at night you kind of, uh, you sleep in these hammocks at night and uh, it's kind of like a tent, but like a hanging tent. So you kind of zip it up and you're in like a cocoon. Uh, and as soon as it gets dark, that's when everything really does come out. And mm. you're just kind of lying in this cocoon and you can just hear and see everything sort of moving around on the outside of this cocoon, trying to get in at you because they know you're in there and they know you're covered in salt. As I first said, I didn't start doing a show with guests. There are some topics and some episodes where I don't have a guest at all. During these episodes, I have specific running-related themes, and they can vary wildly. I mean, some of the themes that I've had include, now these aren't all, but some of them include beginning running, healthy eating, running in the dark, functional fitness, trail running safety, the history of the Badwater 135 race, what's a DFL, dead bleep last, the Marathon Monks of Japan. Now, every Halloween, I release an episode called Haunted Running Trails. It's one of my most popular episodes. 
people ask about it every year. As it gets closer to Halloween, people will email me saying, when is Haunted Running Trails going to come out? Okay, it's going to come out soon. It usually, I release it the week before Halloween. So that's when it comes out. <laughs> the first couple of years, I, I released it talking about a few areas where there are trails and some of the ghost stories associated with those that area. Or if there was crimes committed around that area that were kind of creepy, I would talk about those crimes. Then last year, I focused on Yosemite because there's been a lot of weird and really scary stuff that have happened in or near Yosemite. It has a really dark history. If you look at the dark history of Yosemite, it is very creepy. As the kids say, very creepy pasta. So, yes. It, so, if you want to listen to that episode, yes, it's very worthwhile. This year, I did it international. I did four areas around the world that are very, very creepy and have really dark histories. So, check that out. I had some tough times over the last few years. When you do a weekly podcast, you know, you have highs and lows. I mean, you're doing the podcast, but your life continues on. It doesn't mean that your life is going to be wonderful the whole time. you got to go with the flow and get that podcast out no matter what happens. I was laid off during the COVID lockdown in 2020. I didn't have a job for seven months. It was kind of a dark time because I couldn't run either for a lot of it because my hip hurt so bad. So the only thing that really kept me going was this podcast. It cheered me up, my psyche up. It kept my attitude at a more positive level because I had something to look forward to and I had something to work on. If, if I didn't have this podcast, I don't know what I'd do. I don't drink, so I could, would, wouldn't be drinking, thank gosh. Yeah, I did eat too much, that's for sure. At least had something that I could work on that was positive and helpful and fun. So I thank you so much for listening to this because you really helped me through a dark time. And I'm so happy you are here. And I'm so happy you were there then, too, really. So grateful. Now, right now, I'm looking forward to the holidays. I really am. I'm off on Thanksgiving, and I'll be running for the first time in three years. I'll be running the San Francisco Turkey Trot, which will be its 20th year. And I will tell you all about it. I'm so excited about it. And so it's a pretty special year for it and a pretty special year for me. And I'm taking the day off after Thanksgiving off as well. I'm working that weekend, but eh, that's over. That's fine. I will also have my annual holiday gear shopping guide, but I'll combine it with some workouts we can do in this cold weather if you want to avoid cold weather or some things you can do to keep yourself going if you just don't like cold weather. Now, also during the holidays, as well as having some great guests, I'm going to have an episode on how to stay kind of on track eating-wise for the races that you'll want to do during the holidays. I mean, look, I know it's a big party season and we all want to party, but there's no reason to be a monk and miss out on that great food and drinks now. I, I don't know if being a monk is, is the right word because some monks in history really gorged themselves so Okay, wrong thing to say. I don't want you to have to miss out on anything just because you want to stick to your way of eating. You should be able to splurge when you want to. So I'm going to help you as a guideline to get through it, and we'll 
So look forward to that so we don't go completely overboard. And I'm going to be following my own advice. So (laughs) So we'll work on this together. 2023 is going to be awesome as far as running, I think. I'm going to have my surgery in March. So as soon as I get that, I'll probably be able to start running in July. That's how it was last time anyway. And I'm going to be in better shape this time. So we shall see. But it's going to be a spectacular year for me, and I know it is going to be for you. Running doesn't cost much. Prices may go up even more, but that doesn't matter. We can still run. We may not be able to afford races, but hey, we can still go out and run, right? Okay. (laughs) All right. But I'm looking forward to releasing 200 more episodes of Martha Runs a World and producing shows that you've come to love and expect. Because I only want to do the best for you. And I thank you so much because without you, I'd just be shouting in the wind. (laughs) Who needs another crazy person shouting in the wind? (laughs) Really, you are the best. And I love you so much. And thank you so much for being here with me. It means everything to me. And go to the website, MarthaRunsOfWorld.com for all the index of all the guests and all the information for their shows. I will have an index of everyone I talked about. That's MarthaWensRule.com if I didn't say it. Sorry. And until next week, let's tie up our shoelaces and go for run.